I know a lot of y'all are worried this is going to be super boring. Um, I promise it's not. I brought props, so it's okay. And I don't know if these are for your enjoyment or so that I don't get bored, but either way, it should be a, a, good, a good morning. I know this, this doesn't look like much, but stick with me. I, I promise it's, it's going to get better. Um, it's very good. All right, so this morning, the, um, the little dude here, it says Student Sunday. I'm going to be real. There is a sermon title. It's compartmentalized existence. So if you can write that on there, that's incredible. I probably didn't put it there because compartmentalized is kind of a big word for me. And so not really sure if Jeff knew how to spell that or how that wound up not on there. But either way, it was probably my fault. Um, it's C-O-M-P-A-R-T mentalized. Uh, <laughs> So for y'all that have, who needs spelling anyway? You just tell your phone what to do and it's pretty cool. Um, Here's the deal. It's called compartmentalized existence. And and the reason I I say existence instead of life is because if if you're not living the way that God created you to live, you're not really living. Like if you're not operating the way that God's created you to do, then you're just existing. You're missing out on what God has for us. Like we are. We're missing out on what God has for us if we're not living the life that he created us to live. And so the... um, the deal, the reason I'm up here this Sunday instead of the students, normally on Student Sunday, I try to get the students to come, and honestly, it's just because I'm terrified right now, and I hate speaking, all right, which is crazy because he's like, oh, you're the youth minister, you're supposed to do this all the time. I do, but I still don't like it, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to like it to do it, and so still just as scared, so I normally have them do it, but this time, Jeff is all like, oh, you really, you need to get up there and speak, and then the children's minister got in there, and she's like, yeah, we want to hear from the youth pastor, and hear what the youth pastor has to say, and blah, 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 and so next thing, I was just kind of wrangled into this. I don't think I have a choice, but I'm here, happy to be here, just not willingly, um, so it's good. So the challenge was like, what are we talking to the students? Like, what are, what are some of the key verses and, and what are we learning in the student ministry and blah, blah, blah. And this is kind of, this is where this sermon came from. And, and this is a lot of the, the verses and stuff that, that we're kind of, that I try to invest into the students' lives every day. Just, just some of the, the main things that, that we try to live with here and try to uh, implement into their life and and help them to understand and so and I'm hoping that it helps you as well because even though I'm the student minister talking to youth all day um, I I still have bible verses and and the bible you know this is not like the youth edition or anything like that this is still like real scripture out of the same bible that that you say that you believe in and everything else so it should apply to everybody all the way across the board this is going to be really fun so try to stick with me um the first, deal, it, the, the first verse there, I, th- I think one of the greatest verses in the Bible is Romans eleven thirty six, And I, I love it because it, it gives us purpose. It, it allows me to know why I'm here and what I'm doing. And I think without purpose, that we're, it's a tough life. You're not really accomplishing anything. We, we have this whole goal thing set with the, with the, the staff, and, and we have our goals. And, and I, I like, that's a whole Nathan thing. It was awesome. We had a good time with that. And, um, and so we, we have our goals so that we know what we're doing, and it's the same way with life. If we don't have a goal, if we don't know why we're here or what we're doing, then we're not going to accomplish that goal. And so this verse is, is really cool for a lot of reasons. It says, for everything comes from Him and exists by His power. Now the whole thing, everything comes from Him, is He's talking about God. And so it's really cool. And so it's just saying that, that God created everything. And so from the very beginning, and this is really cool. And so it says, everything exists by His power. 
which is super sweet too because the reason that I'm allowed to breathe and just stand here and do what I'm doing is because of God, because He's enabling me to do that. It's not my power that, that's doing this. And so this goes terribly wrong. We're, I'm just going to blame God. But so this is, it's all by His power, which is really cool. And so then my favorite part is, and is intended for His glory. And that's a big deal because our human nature loves to glorify itself. Our life is all about, look at me, look what I can do. I'm the, I'm the prettiest, whatever, ballerina or, or dancer or my dog's better than your dog or whatever it is that floats your boat or boat. My boat's better than your boat. Um, whatever it is that, that drives you, our, our human nature just desires to glorify itself. But that's not what God's created us to do. God has created us to glorify Him. And there's, there's just no question there. Like it, it simply says that we are here. The reason God has given you life, the reason this, this podium is here, the reason these shoes are here, the chairs, the whole thing is to glorify God, is to bring glory to God. And so my deal is I, I want to know how I can do that. You know what I mean? The, the first little blank here is we were created to glorify God. See how easy that is? I try to keep it simple. You know, like I don't want to overcomplicate stuff. But go back to that verse just for fun. They can glorify God's easy. Um, let's leave that up there. It's really cool. It says, all glory to him forever. Amen. I love that. And so our, our goal is to glorify God. Now, here's the deal. You don't have to believe me. I told you I was getting excited. I know y'all are, y'all are about to jump off the edge of your seats. It's just paper. Don't worry. Um, so here's the deal. You don't have to believe me. And, and I, would, I would almost encourage you not to believe me. I would much rather you go and find out for yourself. I don't want you to base your eternity off of what I'm saying here today, or anybody else for that matter. I would much rather you dig into God's Word and everything else that this world has to offer and figure out for yourself if God's way, if this is it, if this is truth. I promise you it is, but... Don't take my word for it. Find out for yourself, all right? Y'all have Bibles. They sell them at Lifeway. They even sell them at Walmart. I mean, seriously. So get in there, figure it out, and do that on your own. It's really good, all right? So, and the, the other deal, like, it's, it's your eternity. Like, it, there's so much that, that matters there. Like, it, it's not like this little bitty meaningless thing. Like, please don't base your, your eternity off of what I'm saying, like get into God's word, find out for yourselves. That's, that's a huge deal. So the, the next verse, it says, we're only going to read part of it. Don't go ahead of me. Just read the first line. It says, there's a way that seems right to man. All right, and this is where we are. Here's where it gets fun. I have clip art, all right? I'm telling you. <laughs> so we've established, and nobody seems to be arguing, that our purpose in life is to glorify God. See? Glorify God. Yay. All right. Y'all are good with that? Good. So we're going to take the whole glorify God thing. And this is the way that, that most, most people operate today. In, in my experience and in my own personal life a long time ago, this is how I operated. And I, I believe it's the way most church people operate even today. And so we, we take glorify God and, and we, we just say like this box, let's just say it's our life. All right. Like our our existence, or whatever God has given us, our, our time, everything that we have is represented by this cool little box. 
And so we're going to pull out this first little compartment, and we're going to glorify God, right? It goes at the top, all right? Let's, let's put it in the top compartment because that's, that's a good thing. That's a, a great deal, and that's a part of our life. Like, nobody's going to argue, hey, you're not supposed to glorify God. That's stupid. Like, nobody in church is going to say that. And so, you know, we have church. Everybody loves church. Obviously, y'all are here looking great and everything else. And so we're, we're good with church, and so we're going to put that at the top as well. And then, my favorite, does anybody know these? Huh? Come on, who can tell me? What's this one? Oh, come on. Really? All right, let's start with an easier one. Let's go with this one. What's that one? Connect. That's my people over there. All right, here we go. How about this one? I honestly don't know how that goes. All right, that way, it goes like this. That's up. There we go. Give. They got it already. All right, here we go. I have more. The four things are awesome. Let's try this one again. Look at there, like, serve. We serve all the time. It's fun. It's good. And this one. Really? Y'all are, y'all are slacking over here. Oh, y'all do it. Do y'all know what it is? It's on the thing. Yeah. And not to mention, we've gave out pens. It's, it's good. So this is invite. Just y'all keep up, okay? All right. It's invite. So we're, we're good with that. We love doing that. And then even our money. Yeah, right? Like we even have that whole give thing. Which one was it? It was right here. We do, the, we do the money thing. What is it? It's like 10%. Mm, not good with fractions or percent. That's about 10%, right? Well, that ought to be enough. That'll be good. There we go. So, and that's it, right? Like, we're, we're good. We got the, the whole Jesus thing going on, and, and everything's great. And so everybody's good with that. And it's in the top compartment, and, and life is going good. And then, then we have, like, what? We got... We got our friends and cool stuff like that. Like we, we hang out with our friends and, and do, do fun stuff and with our friends. Like we, we hang out with our friends all the time and, and it, it's really good. We have, we have a great time. We, we do stuff with our, our family. We have awesome times and, and we've got, we got school and we, we put those in these, these compartments. But often our, our school and our family and our friends and stuff like that, they're, they're in separate compartments. Does that make sense? Like we, we miss out. And, and so we have, we have stuff like work and fitness that, that we do as well. And they're, they're good things. They're not bad things. Like who says running is bad? Running's not bad. Running's great, right? Running's horrible. <laughs> Let's just be real, all right? I don't know. All right. Let's get, school is school's cool. Um, all of that. Here we go. Now we're talking sports, right? Sports are great. Um, if you know me at all, you know I don't care a- at all about sports. But I know that a lot of y'all out there care, and so I'm going with sports are awesome. And so, and money's awesome. Who doesn't like money? And so we're gonna put some of that with the family stuff because fitness is expensive. Have y'all done CrossFit? It's like a hundred dollars a month. That's insane. Okay. If you want to pay somebody to tell you to run around a church a couple of times, come talk to me. I will happily do that for a discounted price, all right? But whatever, that's a different deal. So we're, we're good with this. Like, we, we have all of our family stuff, and, and it's not bad, right? Like, nobody's going to hell for playing baseball, all right? Like, I get that. Nobody is, is risking their eternity 
by running laps around a building or working all the time or, or anything like that. This is not bad stuff. But the question is, does it glorify God? And, and that's what we'll get into that later. So, so we take all this other stuff and, and it's in these other compartments. And it's kind of cool. It's fun messing around. And then we, we've got movie night. Who doesn't love a good movie? And vacation. You know what I'm saying? Like vacation is good. And, and we put these down here. And they're, they're there. They're a part of our life. But they, they, never, they never mix. Like the stuff from compartment one doesn't get to compartment three. Does that make sense? Like if, do y'all, can y'all see this over there? I feel like I should bring it over here. See, the stuff in compartment one, which is like the, the giving and connecting and serving and playing, it doesn't get to the things over here. And so it's, it's like part of our life, but it's separated. It's not all in one compartment. We, we keep it separate and and the idea there is that when we're at work we're not necessarily connecting and giving and serving and inviting and doing the whole glorify god thing this guy has clip art you know what i'm going to give him that other part of that hundred just because he has black and white illustrations let's just go ahead and put the rest maybe they do need that there we go all right so so it's all separate, you know what I mean? Like it's not together. And I always say with the student ministry, together is good. You know what I'm saying? And separate is bad. And if you're close enough, I'll slap you because it, it makes a, it's bad. So it's pretty cool. So that's how that works. And if you look, if you look at the deal, it, it says uh, the next one. Don't go to that next, like, hang on, I'll tell you. Don't give it away. We're going to skip down. And we're going to go to the, uh, the Colossians 3.23 verse. We're going to come back to that other one later, all right? Don't feel like you're getting ripped off or anything. It's going to be okay. Um, it says, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you're, you are serving. And so here's the deal. It says, whatever you do, do it for the Lord. And then the other one at the very top, it says, for everything comes from him and exists by his power and is intended for his glory. Now that says everything, all right? And so if we're not glorifying God in everything that we do with all of this other stuff, we're, we're missing out. So this might not be the best example. All right, I told you it was going to get good, right? <sighs> Please don't be one of those superstitious people like where this is bad or something I, I don't know but anyway all right this may or may not work here we go this is all in theory here oh my goodness look at that that's good right all right so if that falls it's going to be very embarrassing i have another folder here it is orange right children's ministry <laughs> so <laughs> And just for the record, I totally forgot to bring tape up here, but God is so good that he left a big roll. Oh, okay. That's all I need. I only need that little bit. I only, God does not necessarily need to give in excess. This is all I needed and the Lord provided. That's a whole different sermon for another day, uh, but whatever. All right. And so I did need this. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So, so if we're supposed to be glorifying God, then... It should be everything. And so the, the real illustration of how God intended it is that everything that we do should be underneath the umbrella of glorifying God. Like our, our main goal in life, it should be glorify God. And so our, our money and stuff like that, it gets to go in the glorify God little thing here. And it, it should be used 
to glorify God. Like the money that we have is not really yours. It's money that God allowed you to have for a little bit so that you could use it to connect, serve, give, invite, and all of that awesome stuff with the four things. And so we're, we're still doing the same stuff. Like it's all still there. I'm going to put all of these on one. So don't, don't get confused. There's still four of them. I'm not making them just one. But so it's all still there underneath the umbrella of glorifying God. And so we're good with these, right? Sometimes we're, we're okay with our money. And then our vacation, it gets interesting. Let's just go ahead and do this one. Sports, really? All right. So how are we supposed to put sports under here with the whole glorifying God thing? Like, and we're super quick a lot of times, even like at our little league baseball games and stuff like that. We're all, thank you, Jesus, for baseball. Because it's incredible, right? Like baseball is awesome. And we're, we're good with that. But the second that referee or umpire or whichever dude it is, the official, the officiator, says some stupid call, we go ballistic, man. Like this whole, we cover that up, and it's, it's totally compartmentalized at that point. It's like it's not even close to the, the Jesus compartment. We separate it so much, but the, the reality is the way that God's created us is that it, it's underneath the umbrella of glorifying God. And so even when we're out there on the baseball field, our number one goal should not be to hit the ball. Our number one goal should be to glorify God. We had a... I was on a, a, a softball church thing. I, I was at a church, and I was on a softball team. And one of the guys, the, the referee, this is church softball, okay? There's like little league and then church softball, all right? <laughs> on the grand scale of things that do not matter in life, church softball's at the bottom, all right? But so we're playing, and, and this ref made a, he made a bad call, okay? I'm okay. He did. He really did. But our coach at the, went ballistic, man. It was insane. Over church ball, it, I left. I, I just, I'm not, I was like, I'm not going to be a part of this. It was embarrassing. But it was over something so stupid. And you know, the, the most unchurched possible person out there was the umpire. Like the, the people that are officiating the games, they're the only ones that not associated with the church. So then we're going to yell at the one guy that's not associated. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we're Christians. I'm going to hit you with this baseball bat if you can't make the right call. And so that just, it doesn't make sense. But our, our goal when we went out there on that field was to crush the other team. Guys, we had no chance of crushing the other team. All right, I showed up in cowboy boots and played in cowboy <laughs> boots. All right. I, there was just no way we were going to win that game. But our goal in that was to, to kill the other team. But the reality is that we, when we go out there, our goal should be to glorify God. When, and, and you can still be great at baseball. You know what I mean? You can still practice, and you can still crush the ball or whatever it is you do. Like, I know some of y'all, like, twirl batons or, or whatever. I, I probably didn't even say that right, did I? And then with dancing and, and everything else. And, and I love our student ministry because I, I constantly get to go and see and, and just do some incredible stuff. And the, the neat thing is, is that our, our students, I'm, I'm pushing them into an area where their goal is to glorify God, and they're using their sports to reach a lost and dying world, transforming lives with the, the hope of the gospel and beyond. That's, that's what it says here. If y'all want to, it's right there. I told y'all it was on that sign. Um, and so it's, it's there. We, we have a mission statement at the church. Everybody over there is like looking that way. I'm talking about the big pillar thing right here. It says transforming lives in our city and beyond with the hope of the gospel. Boom. That's, that's good. All right. So it's super sweet. 
And that's, that's our goal. And so when we go out there, that's what we should be doing. I'm not asking y'all not to do family, not to do fitness, not to do the whole friend thing. Definitely not saying not to do school because somebody's got to teach me how to spell compartmentalize. Um, and so you've got the work and everything else. And so what, what we're saying here, the, the point of what's going on is that it should be underneath the, uh, the umbrella of glorifying God. And so it's our, our goals, it's our intentions, it's not the things we do that define us, it's the reasons that we do them. Um, that's actually sort of in the Bible, I think. Um, wait, wait, wait. I, I have it, I have it. Maybe in Proverbish area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proverbs 21, it says, All a man's ways seem right to him, but the Lord weighs the heart. Meaning that God looks at our heart, God looks at our, our motives, not our actions. And so when we're when we're operating, when we're doing life, then we're supposed to be doing it with the purpose of glorifying God, not glorifying ourselves. Serve fell. Serve is so awesome, it deserves its own little thing, but we'll put it up later. And so I think y'all get the point, right? Like, this is not, this is not that bad. And this is what changes lives. I know the last thing y'all want to do is go to work and sit down and have a heart-to-heart with, with whatever crazy person works next to you like I don't I don't know what y'all do all day but the, some of the people that I've worked with in life they're just not all there um, and it's just I don't really necessarily want to hear about their personal life and and everything that they can do or, or whatever but but sometimes that's what it takes sometimes it, it takes caring about people to uh, to be who God's created you to be and so when when we're out here when we're working and doing incredible jobs it, it's not about us the, the whole idea, it's, it's about glorifying God. I don't even know that was up there. So it's about glorifying God, like that first verse deal. And that's why I love that verse so much, because you can always bring it back to why am I here? What am I doing? And the reason is to glorify God. Like that's why God's put you here, is to bring glory to Him. And then even the, the Colossians thing, it says, do everything that you do to, to honor God. And so that's even like movie night and everything else that we have, all goes under the umbrella of glorifying God. And if you look at that next verse, um, or the, let's do the blank. It says, do everything with the kingdom mindset. Boom. You're so good back there. Give it up for the media people. Um, it says, yeah, that was weak. Do everything with a kingdom mindset. It was super cool. So I'm not asking you not to do all the family stuff. Like I'm not asking you to do everything that we put down here in this other compartment. I'm telling you to do it. Go. Be a part of other people's lives. Play baseball. Play soccer or football or walk your dog or, or whatever it is that you do for fun. But do it to glorify God. Put that underneath the, the umbrella. And so when you wake up in the morning and go out into the world, it should be to glorify God. Guys, and I'm not, I'm not like begging you to do this. It's not going to help me if you do this. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not, it's not helping me at all. This is the way that God intended y'all to live. This is the way God intended for us to live. And it is what it is. You cannot like it. Like I understand that you want to glorify yourself. When you're out there playing baseball and you smash one over the fence, it's all about, yes, I'm the awesomest person in the whole wide world. But that's not what it's about. Like that's just, there's no benefit there. That's the way it, it seems right but it's not, not right. Um, here's the deal. Which one do we want to go to next? Um, yeah, the next verse, it says you are the light of the world. Yeah, 
You're the light of the world like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Beautiful, right? Because God's glory is not our glory. And the praise is supposed to be for God. And so the the whole idea is if if you live your life underneath the umbrella of glorifying God. Can y'all see this over here? Glorify God. It's right there. Sorry. I I should have put one on both sides. I didn't realize that it was so wide. But so it should all be underneath the, the, the mindset, like the underneath the umbrella of glorifying God. And if your mindset is not a kingdom mindset, like that says do everything with a kingdom mindset, if, if your perspective is not a, a kingdom perspective, then you're, you're not going to be able to live like this. You're not going to be able to do that. And that's why like in, in Romans 12, 2, and I don't know if y'all noticed, this is really cool. Romans eleven thirty six, that first verse that I said, it's the last verse in chapter 11. And then there's Romans 12 which is like huge. If you're a Christian, you love that. You probably have a t-shirt with that on it somewhere. And so it's just incredible. And so Romans 12, this is what sets up Romans 12. And that therefore, it says therefore, the very first words in Romans, that's why the therefore is there. That's really cool. That's totally side note. So the deal is, is that, that we're here to glorify God. And then if we don't have that mindset then we're, we're going to miss out. And in Romans 12, 2, it, it does that whole uh, don't conform to the world, but be transformed. And that's we're really good. We love those words, don't conform, be transformed. But the, the key to that verse is where it, it says that, that God's going to change the way that you think. And when, when he's talking, when he says change the way that you think, he's talking about your mindset, your perspective, the way that you see things. And guys, if y'all don't see the world like this, and, and see that you're supposed to be glorifying God in everything that we do, then we're going to miss out. And if, if we're operating like this, it's not necessarily a good thing. And so the, the back to that first, the second verse. Let's go back to the second verse where, where it says, let's see. It says, there is a way that seems right to man, but its end is death and destruction. That's, that's serious. There's a lot of people that go through life and we think we're doing the right thing. We, we live our life just like everybody else because it, it seems right. And so even though the, the compartmentalized Christianity seems like a great way to do things, like there's nothing wrong with all of this stuff. The problem is, is it's supposed to be together. It's supposed to be underneath the umbrella of glorifying God. And so this way, it, it ends like this. It's death and destruction. It's no good. Did you get hit? I was wondering. You're okay, though. It, it ends like this. And guys, that's dramatic, but hell is dramatic. You know what I'm saying? And, and here's the sad part. The worst part about the whole deal is Jeff's going to have to clean all this up. All right? Like, that's a total mess. And I don't want anything to do about it. But the, the sad truth is, is that when we don't live our life like God created us to live it, there's other people that are going to have to suffer the consequences. There's other people that are going to have to pick up our mess from not living the way that God's created us to live. And so I understand like a lot of you may not care, like I'm going to live my life and I'm going to risk it. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's cool. That's, that's okay. But are, are you going to risk the life of the people that you love? Are you, are you going to risk the, the life of, of your kids and your family and the, the people that you say that you care about? Are, are you really not going to live underneath the, the umbrella of glorifying God with everything that you do and risk death and destruction 
for the people that you care about. Because this is a mess. Like, obviously, this didn't turn out so well for, for the, the box. Like, there's pieces everywhere. But now there's somebody's going to have to come in and, and clean all of this up. And so my challenge today is to live like God's created you to live. And if not just for yourself, then do it for the people that you say that you care about. And that's, that's a huge deal. Because there's, there's always going to be people in your life that, that need you to be there for them and for you to be that example. And, and this is that example over here, the, the whole glorifying God. And so here we are at the, the very bottom, the, the last blank. It says, live life, don't settle for existence. Um, guys, if, if you're not living the way that God's created you to live, then, then you are settling um, for existence. And so my, my challenge today is that you wouldn't settle. Um, there's not going to be music at the end. There's not going to be this big pretty altar call. Just simply a challenge of God's truth that you can live your life to glorify yourself or not glorify God, or you can live a life to glorify God, and it'll change your life and the life of people around you. Let's pray. God, I just thank you for who you are, and I thank you for your truth, Lord. I just thank you for the, um, just the, uh, the amazing truth that you've given us of, of knowing that we're here to glorify you, that everything is intended to glorify you. God, I just pray that we could do that. God, I pray that you could just guide us and show us how to do that. Help us to be people that, that are leading our families and glorifying God. Help us to be a, just a light on a hill, God. Help us not to hide that. Help us not to separate our lives. Help us not to put Jesus in one compartment and the rest of our life in another. But God, help us to live under the umbrella of glorifying God and, and help us to just be who you've created us to be. We love you. Amen.